what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Good morning, Meredith. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited to talk about The Bachelor. Last night's episode, I think, was very dramatic. We had way too much going on with the women. And I'm starting to, dare I say it, dislike almost everyone on this show. (laughs) Well, if you say the episode was dramatic, uh, meaning that there was lots of girl drama, I guess you are accurate. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. We have it's getting way too catty. Well, I, I agree with you a hundred percent, and that's what makes this program very shrill. And I guess for most of America, the sort of program that they watch, like uh, watching a car accident, they can't turn away. Yeah, but usually it's not quite this bad. You know, halfway through the episode, I was like, "Oh crap, I have no highs. I have." Too many lows and no highs. I, I, I had that problem as well. I, I struggle. I, I, I found some, some highs, uh, but I'm not sure they are the traditional highs that uh, the, the show is shooting for. <laughs> well, should we dive into them? I think we should. I, and I would just like to start by saying fall in Pennsylvania looks wonderful. You know, so, it, it really does. You know, so from, from a vacation perspective, uh, you know, with the leaves changing and everything, looks fabulous. You know, maybe if COVID is handled by this fall, we can take a family trip up to La Quinta. Isn't La Quinta the one in California? Oh, crap. Where are we now? Nima Colon? I don't want to go to La Quinta. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> yeah, La Quinta isn't that more of a low-end uh, hotel uh, brand, but but anyway, let's let's move ahead. Okay. What are your highs for this week's episode. Well, so in addition to the, the beautiful leaves in Pennsylvania, I, um, I, I was amused by Victoria when she was screaming, I, I don't want to feel this annoyed, ah, but I am. You know, when, when, it, when Victoria gets annoyed, I've, I sort of chuckle at that. Although she's just a very rotten, mean person. She is mean, but she gives us some entertainment. Like one of my highs was when the new girls come in and Victoria's like, oh, Catalina, I would like to meet you. And then she takes the crown off of her head and is like, no one else gets to wear a crown. I'm Queen Victoria. She's a little bit. She's nuts. Okay. She's pretty nuts. But she's amusing. You know, Anna, on the other hand, she's just a bitch. Well, that's one way to put it. Yes. Victoria has some humor, some entertainment. Like you, you don't really take it that seriously. But Anna, she's just a mean girl. But I'm not sure Victoria is sort of in the real world. I mean, I she she just seems to be living. I she she's certainly a character, but I'm I'm not sure that I, I I'm worried about her. I'm just not sure she's grounded in reality. I think that's a fair concern. I'm I'm trying to do some quick research because I I do recall there being a Victoria mugshot to go around quite recently. I, well, I I saw something there, and I think it was from a 2012 uh, shoplifting incident. So, yes, she was also blonde at the time, so we have we have a 2012 
shoplifting incident in Florida where she stole over 25 items valued at more than $250 from a grocery store. Well, and hopefully in eight or nine years, a person can be rehabilitated. So, so let's, let's, let's cut her some slack. I know, but I'm just saying it's an interesting mugshot. So, okay. so, you know, another, another high, uh, of course was, and I'm sure you have this in here somewhere is, is Katie, the defender of the downtrodden and, and defender of those attacked by the mean girls who, yeah, tries to stand up for people. So, you know, I'm pro Katie. I am also pro Katie. I think that at this point, it will be a bit of a disappointment if Matt ends up with any of the quote OG girls that's not Katie because the rest of them seem very complicit in all of the smack talk and bullying that's going on. No one else is trying to stop it. Well, she's she's obviously the only one trying to stop it, or at least the only one that we're they're being allowed to see stop it. And you know, and I always worry about the person that that goes to the bachelor saying, oh, "You got some problems out here." There are people saying things that that uh, boomerangs back on them, and and you know, it, it, at some point, does she get the the uh, does she get thrown out because she's the one that goes and, and brings that up to Matt? Yeah, that's definitely a possibility based on past seasons. But I feel like this is a bit more intense this year. So we'll and, see. And, and, she, and she didn't come out and say, you know, Victoria said this or that. I mean, she she just sort of said, you got some problems in here. You need to deal with it, you know. But, but I always worry about that, uh, you know, snitches get stitches type situation. Yes, exactly. Well, one of my highs was that we got to see our dear old friend Ben Higgins come on to the show to give Matt James some advice and host the group date. Um, However, I will say I'm not sure why they keep bringing Ben to give advice to the bachelors because his relationship didn't work. But it's always good to see a familiar face when we have zero this season. Well, and and I'm not that familiar with Ben Higgins. I've I've heard the name, and that's not the guy that Matt James was riding at the quarantine with. No, that's Tyler Cameron. I would have been much more excited if Tyler was on. Trust me, you would have known. Okay, I, w- I would have heard your squeals from from the many miles that were distant from one another. Yes, exactly. And going off of Ben coming back, you know, he hosted this falling in love group date, which was a fall themed obstacle course. And I am always a big fan of a a good obstacle course, especially if it's fall themed and it involves squirrel costumes. I I quite enjoyed the date. You know, it was fun seeing how bad some of the girls are at like paddling themselves through water. Some of them were putting squirrel costumes on backwards. Like it was it was a good time. It was very pure. I enjoyed it. Well, in their defense, you know, not many of us wear squirrel costumes, so sometimes we do get confused on the right way to put on our squirrel costume. Uh, Counterpoint, we also know that squirrels' tails go in the butt area, not in the front. I, I guess that's fair. I did put down as a uh, as as one of my highs was, I guess, the, the paddler that might still be out on the lake. Was that Maggie? <laughs> yes, that was Maggie. Yeah, so I, that that was pretty humorous. Yeah, I I don't know how you're that bad at it. You know, it's just put one panel in, take it out, go on the other side, 
you know, we haven't kayaked much as a family, but we've done it before. And I feel like I would be, you know, capable of getting myself out of that giant pumpkin on the, on the lake. I, I, I think that you would eventually get to the other side. I don't think that you would be in the lead based on your, your rowing skills. I don't think I'd be in the lead, but I do not think I would be in the back of the pack either. I am a very adequate rower. You, I think that's, that's very well said. You're a very adequate rower. Thank you. Thank you. And then my last high was um, Wells Adams was an announcer during the fighting date. I was I got very excited about it. I'm a big Wells fan. He is the bartender on Paradise. He's engaged to Sarah Highland, which you know from Modern Family. She plays Haley Dunphy. And I got a little sad because editing definitely skimped out on some of the funny comments Wells would have given us while the girls were beating the crap out of each other. Didn't even notice that. I don't know who Wells Adams is, so I'm, I'm glad that you pointed it out to our listeners. Well, once you once we get through a season of Paradise together, you're going to know who Wells is. I'm not sure we're going to Paradise, but uh, I, I... We're definitely I, going to Paradise. I don't have any more highs. I don't either. <laughs> Let's get into the lows. Well, you well you brought it up. I thought that the date, the group date where they made these girls box each other was just wrong on so many levels of, you know, watching these girls really hit each other. Uh, you know what? I, I, for, for Matt James entertainment just seemed so inappropriate and wrong. And I, I, I had a real problem with that. Oh, I really hated it. I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm, I'm, I would say that the only aggression I have is pretty passive. I, I do not want to be punching anyone, nor do I want anyone punching me. And I would never go in a boxing ring for a guy. I don't care who he is. I'm not going to do it. This was a stupid date. And someone could have gotten like actually hurt. And do you think that The Bachelor is prepared to do concussion protocol afterwards on this date for every single one of those women? Because there's like a pretty high chance it looks like one of them could have definitely gotten a concussion. Well, I, I, I certainly think that they've got people there to assist with any injuries. But, you know, if, if you know, six of them have concussions, yeah, that's a problem. That, throw, that, that sort of show, throws the show in disarray. So uh, I don't I, I just, you know, the, I don't this this gladiator type situation where whether it's the bachelor, the, the ladies fighting for the man or the, the, the last season when the men were in the ring pounding each other for the woman, I just I don't need to see that. Well, some of the past seasons have made it a bit more fun. They've done like pillow fights or something like that. Something that seems less dangerous. But like Matt just seems so stupid to me. Like after Serena P got punched in the nose and he's like, no, we need to stop this. Like, I'm so surprised that it got so dangerous. Like, obviously it's dangerous. It's punching people in the face. Are you stupid? Yeah, I, I I agree. You know, Matt's Matt's not quick in the draw, but I, I didn't he claim that this was all Chris Harrison's doing? I I don't know. Either way, like it, this was bad idea, very bad idea. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, the other another low light I had was they're bringing in five more ladies. I can't remember the current ladies' names, and now I'm supposed to remember more ladies. You know, I you know, give me a break. Back, come on. How many how many ladies do we need there? That's, that was also a low for me, not for n- name remembrance. I, 
I also have struggled to remember a few names, you know, Matt's talking one-on-one with some of these girls and I'm looking at my roommates like, who is this? Do we know her? I think I don't, I've never seen her before, but I, I put this as a low because I don't understand why we're bringing in new women. And Chris Harrison's like, we just had so many applicants because of you being the bachelor, Matt. So we're bringing in more women, but it's like, we have enough women. We do not need to bring in five more. We had four or five new men come in last season for Tasha, but that makes sense because we were switching leads. There's been no switches here. I don't understand why Matt can't just be happy with the girls that he has. This it just seems completely unnecessary. Well, I I agree, and and uh, even though he had a, a wonderful one on one date with one of the new girls, it just seemed unnecessary, inappropriate, and 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 just confusing to us old people. Yeah, and it it, it seems like only Michelle, the new Michelle, is going to do well on this show it seems like the other girls i think two of them went home that same night including kim the girl that was basically naked in her dress i'm not sure if you saw that but there was very limited cloth on her dress and um i think that the other girls that are around aren't going to be going very far well, well, along those lines as a low you know anna who you mentioned earlier has started, in my view, has started a rumor about one of the new girls uh, that she might be an escort. Feels sort of like an unsubstantiated rumor, this whole, they're both from Chicago. I've been to Chicago, pretty big town. And I don't, I don't under that, that whole situation just is, seems very wrong. And Anna uh, seems way out of line. And, uh, you know, between, her and Victoria mixing up their toxic brew of, of mean girlness. It just uh, was a bad scene there. Yeah, it, it was not great. Um, I actually over the weekend finished a book about escorts being murdered, like by a serial killer in Long Island. True story. Um, A little bit of light reading for you, eh? Yeah. You know, some weekend fun. And, you know, this book really tried to, um, normalize escorts and be like, you know, they're not just escorts, they're humans too. And then now Anna's throwing out these rumors that Brittany's an escort and which Brittany is denying. So I would like to believe her. She seems, you know, more believable than Anna at this point. But at the same time, even if Brittany was an escort, I learned in my book that we really shouldn't be looking down upon her for how she chooses to make her money. Okay, I'm I'm gonna let you be the judge of that, and 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 that's fine. I'm just I'm just more aggravated uh, with the you know the the rumors being thrown around and and the cattiness, as you said, the pettiness, and it's just it's just a bad look for Anna. You know, Victoria has owned that look throughout the whole uh, uh, show, and uh, and now they sort of seem to be teaming up and. Uh, you know, first it was getting rid of, who did they get rid of uh, last week? Uh, Sarah. Sarah. So now, uh, uh, you know, I, I thought Katie was going to be in, in the target, but it appears that Brittany's going to be the target. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, 
visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. I feel like they might have multiple targets, but I'm curious if Anna would have mentioned this rumor if Brittany hadn't been the one to come and steal Matt away from her. Good, good point. Uh, but, but again, the whole thing just, it sort of went from, uh, I've had people texting me about her. Well, they don't have their phones, right? So when, I don't understand when people were texting her uh, about Brittany. I would guess that they have mutual friends. And if you are going through the casting process on The Bachelor, you're probably going to tell your friends. So they had mutual friends that both knew that they were going through the casting process and probably told Anna these rumors that they had heard. But again, Chicago is big. I've never been there, but it seems like a normal city. And I can't imagine that they have such tight circles that you're going to know that kind of thing about each other. So I do not believe the rumor. I think it was very wrong that Anna started that because now Brittany's name is always going to be associated with the word escort, whether or not it's true. I've already seen articles being like, what do we know about Brittany, the like alleged escort on The Bachelor? And so that's going to follow her for a long time. And uh, it's just not, it's not okay. Not okay. You have any other uh, low lights? My other low, this is a bit of a lighter low, but um, when Victoria and Katie, when Victoria was confronting Katie saying like, I think you owe me an apology for like basically bashing Sarah and saying the trash took itself out and Victoria and Katie's like, no, I'm not going to apologize for that. Like if you're being a bitch, I'm going to call you out on it. And Victoria just kept saying, like, I'm entitled to, like, express myself by calling people names if I want to. And then Victoria starts attacking Katie for having a vibrator and saying that means that she's not ready for an engagement. And um, it really just made me question whether or not Victoria knows what it means to get engaged. So I'm not really sure that a vibrator is relevant in a proposal, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on that one, and uh, you know, I, let's move on. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to go to the right reason. We've talked about her already, but it's obviously gonna be Katie. She told Victoria and everyone else to shut up and stop talking crap about Sarah, and she is telling the OGs to stop being negative about the new girls. And she's putting her foot down and telling Matt about what's going on with the girls. And as you said before, I usually think that snitches get stitches. But I think that in this case, it feels like everything's gone too far. And it it was necessary. Like, Matt needs to know what's going on. Katie, I think, put it well. Like, this rumor could ruin someone's life. And we already see how it has impacted her life based off like articles that are coming out and the word escort being associated with Brittany's name. Like Katie was the only mature and rational one in the group the whole episode. Well, I I think that's a good choice. But for my right reason, I I went with the new Michelle. Uh Yeah, they, they seem to have a really nice appropriate date uh, they seem to have a really good connection 
she she struck me as Matt's equal. You know, she wasn't uh, just sucking up to him. Uh, they they shared a, a Maya Angelou quote, and they just seemed to have a really nice connection. And it, it, for for the Bachelor, it just seemed to be such a normal, comfortable date. And Matt seemed a little bit less stiff than he usually does with her. So I I put uh, Michelle, not that I know that much about this new Michelle, but uh, I put her down as uh, a right reason. I agree. I, I gave Michelle the MVP of the episode. I think that she came in late and just stole the show. Um, I think her connection with Matt out of the other one-on-one dates that we've seen, that we've seen seems the most real and genuine out of all of them. And Matt seems like always very stiff and robotic to me. And he seemed the most normal and human and loose around her. Like it was someone that he had known for a while and, and actually enjoyed spending time with. He wasn't just kind of going through the motions. Cause even on his date with like Bree or Serena P it seemed, he seemed much more stiff then. And maybe it's just him like getting used to being in the lead role, but there was something about his connection with Michelle. I did think it was interesting that they were quoting Maya Angelou to each other. And I liked how Michelle brought up like how she's a teacher and how um, the killing of George Floyd like has impacted her students, especially her students of color, and how the students and the parents like are encouraging her to have those conversations with the students. Like it was a very real conversation. And she seems like a really cool girl. And I I like to judge these women based off whether or not I'd want to hang out with them. And I think I would like hanging out with Michelle. Yeah, well, I, I she she seems very nice. They they their connections seem to be sincere. So we'll we'll you know she's she's obviously going to be a contender. We'll see. Yeah, I think she's top four material for sure. So okay. wrong reason. We've also talked about this girl. The wrong reason of the episode. Like we've talked enough about Victoria. We've added a new villain, and it is Anna. She has just been incredibly negative the whole show she's throwing Brittany under the bus for possibly being an escort she's instigating all of victoria's nastiness and i swear every time they show her face it looks like she just smelled a bad fart (laughs) okay she's my wrong reason i i had high hopes for her since she looks like hannah brown and i love hannah brown but anna is crashing and burning rather quickly yeah, yeah. I, we'll see if she survives this whole, uh, you know, Matt the investigator. I'm going to get to the bottom of this uh, drama situation next week. Well, uh, I, I don't picture Matt being a very great investigator. I, I, I don't either. And I, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I, I still have Matt down there as my wrong reason. And, and I, I wrote, and you just said, Matt is a robot. He is a hollow vessel. It seems like whenever he's talking to any of these ladies, uh, he's pretty much saying the same thing. It's like, oh, you know, we're, I just want you to open up and be vulnerable. I mean, he doesn't really seem to take a position of you're very nice, but we're not a good fit. And thanks for coming on the show, but you need to leave. You know, he's not willing to make any, any difficult decisions here. And uh, uh, I, I'm just not, I, I'm still not convinced that he actually wants to get engaged. Yeah, he, 
I, he doesn't seem immature to me. Like that's not the right word, but he just seems a little disinterested at times. He also has this catchphrase that he uses a lot that Ari Lyondike used a lot on his season. He he says, "I like that." Like anytime a girl says something, he's like, "I like that." So we shouldn't. You should try and just like notice that next episode. How many times someone a girl will say something they they do or an experience they had, and he's like, "Oh, I like that." He's just. I was expecting a lot from Matt James because he's best friends with Tyler Cameron, because I followed him so much on TikTok in the quarantine crew at the beginning of quarantine, and he just seemed like so much fun. He was always dancing around, having a good time, joking, and that is the complete opposite of the Matt that we're getting right now. Matt James on The Bachelor is boring. Well, I'm, uh, that's where I am as well. Now, before you, yeah, you, 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 I, I, I fear I stole your thunder on your MVP, but we did get a, a question into at our, our email address at mydadwatchesthebachelor at gmail.com. And also you can hit us with a direct message, a DM on our Instagram page. Did I say that right? Yeah, a DM. There you go. Okay. Uh, the question came from uh, Emma in Orlando. If Tom Brady was the bachelor, what would be the appropriate age for the ladies to be on the show? Oh. Now Tom Brady is you on well there. 43? He's 43 and and you are a fan of Tom Brady and and Tom Brady will be going to the Super Bowl with his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's 43 years old and still an outstanding quarterback. What's you know what, what's the answer there, twenty five year old uh, Meredith? I would say, um, thirty to forty five, with the exception of one twenty five year old named Meredith that has a podcast on The Bachelor. I was afraid of that. <laughs> okay. Well, well, we actually got a question on Instagram too through the DMs. Um, all right. How do you feel about the Claire and Dale split? Well, I will tell you that uh, my reaction was they stayed together this long. I'm shocked. Uh, so uh, what was your reaction? Yeah, I wasn't surprised. I, I thought they might make it a bit longer. Um, you know, they hadn't been like out in the public world for, for too long. And I follow Claire on Instagram and she had still been posting pretty recently pictures of Dale, videos with Dale. Um I feel bad for her because she she wants to be in love and have it work out so badly. And it just continues to not go her way. And, you know, apparently Dale put out this, quote, mutual statement about their breakup. And Claire put out her statement saying, I was not part of this mutual statement. I was pretty blindsided. I did not know this was coming. So I feel bad for her. Do you believe the cheating rumors that Dale was cheating on Claire the whole time? I, I was not aware of the cheating rumors. Uh, you know, I don't put anything past uh, either Dale or Claire. So um, I, I think that is certainly possible. I think it's possible too. Well, here's hoping that Zach and Tasha can keep going strong for a long time to come. I follow both of them on Instagram and they seem to be having quite a fun time together. So I, I'm feeling good about those two. 
Well, I, I, I wish them the best. I wish uh, Clarendale the best. I, I hope you know, I hope they find happiness. I just think finding it on this show is is a real long shot. The real question is, do you see either of them going to paradise this summer? Uh, Dale or Claire? Yes. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I, I is Claire about expired here? Is, I mean, she's pretty much done all the Bachelor stuff. So, I mean, I to me, Dale might be a more likely candidate. I agree. I agree. Oh, also forgot to mention that our our dear friend Kayla from North Carolina got sent home last night. Yeah, yeah, she was on both of our final four lists. Yes, so my final four is down to Bree, and yours is down to Bree and Katie. I will be, I will feel a little, uh, a little pit, a little peeved if Michelle wins or makes top four because how the heck were we supposed to pick her? I, I guess I'll just feel relieved if that happens because then we have a good excuse for not getting it right. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? So a couple things. Uh, I, I think that it was. I think it was Serena C. And and I'm again. I'm not good with these names. There are two Serenas. And I, is Serena the other Serena is the one that got whacked in the nose? Maybe Serena P got whacked in the nose, and she went on last week's one-on-one date with the donkeys. And and she and I and she seemed very engaging. I liked her. But Serena C was just sitting around, I think, during, I don't know, the rose ceremony or something, complaining that she's had no time to talk with Matt. And, and, and to me, it was it struck me as, look, it seems like that's on you. If you want something, you need to you need to go and get it, you know, and, and, and take the initiative. So I, I, I guess I don't have that much sympathy for, for the, these girls sitting around complaining that they don't have Matt time at the rose ceremony. I guess you you, got, you have to be a little bit more aggressive. And if there's something that you want out there in life, you're going to have to take some actions to go get it. So, Serena, get off the couch and, you know, elbow another girl out of the way and, and go talk with Matt. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, the whole unsubstantiated rumors that are getting spread, let's avoid that. Come on, people out there. Let's be a little bit nicer. You know, not call people escorts or uh, any of the other things that uh, – Anna and, and Victoria are engaging in. That's not cool. And, um, you know, just uh, last thing I'll say is, uh, you know, recognizing the things that you can control and, and who's responsible for them. These, these, the old guard, the girls that have been there are getting so upset at these new girls. Yeah. Th- it wasn't their decision to come in here as the new girls. Go get mad at Chris Harrison. Go get mad at the uh, the people that run The Bachelor. Why, why are you taking it out on these new girls? You know, they're they're characters in this in this mess, just like you are. So uh, you know, your 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 hate is misdirected here, and and you need to control that and understand who's responsible for what. So those are my those are my dad thoughts for the week. Well, I have no complaints with those thoughts. I think that they all make sense, and I agree with them. Well, that's um, you're you're a good daughter, and and uh, glad that you recognize my wisdom. Yeah, don't worry, I'm not going on the show unless Tom Brady is the Bachelor. I would gladly be his third baby mama. 
Uh, okay, well, just you know, just think how many limos of extra girls would be showing up if Tom Brady was the bachelor. You know, every other week they said, "Oh, Tom, you're, we've got ten more girls that wanted to meet you. Uh, let's let's we're gonna we're gonna have a twelve month program with Tom Brady. It'd be yeah, great. You would see through it all and know that I'm the one for him. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, I guess next week we can make our Super Bowl picks too. But we know you're in the bag. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is going down. I, I doubt it, but uh, you know you can you can listen next week on the Mesh TV for our our uh, our hot takes on uh, on the Super Bowl as well. Okay, well, join us next time as we discuss more of Matt's season from the right perspective and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.